You're listening to the Well Women Collaborative Podcast, Episode 5. Welcome to the Well Woman Collaborative Podcast, where we believe that women who count themselves worthy of being well change the world. I'm your host, Brooke Peterson, author, entrepreneur, and founder of Well Woman Co. After struggling with disorder eating and poor self-image for over a decade, I was set free in an instant and finally found the courage to step into my true identity. I'm now on a mission to help other women uncover vibrant health and live a life on purpose. It's time to tune out distractions and tune into the truth about who you were created to be. If you're ready to ditch the comparison game, receive fresh revelation, actionable tips and tricks, and honest conversations with down-to-earth experts to help you live the life you were designed for, you've come to the right place. Each week, we will be closing with a key takeaway that will move you one step further in your wellness journey, along with an in-real-life moment to wrap up each episode. Welcome to the Well Woman Collaborative Podcast, well-being for the modern-day woman. grateful you're tuning in today, friend. My name is Brooke Peterson, your host, and this episode, we're going to keep digging into the four pillars of vibrant health outlined in my new book, Food Freedom. I don't know about you, but health can get complicated really quick, and I boiled down hundreds of, quote, healthy practices into four simple guidelines that serve as a no-fail recipe for your best body and total well-being. Here's the catch, if followed and implemented right? Just like anything else. There is no magic pill, but if you take action, these four keys will get you really far in your health and wellness journey. So today we're going to dive into pillar number two, which is, drumroll please, sleep. Yes, and we're going to be talking about five signs your sleep may be compromised, why it's the most affordable weight loss strategy, someone say hallelujah, and three surprising ways to get a better snooze. So in honor of releasing my first book, Food Freedom, Stop Hiding and Uncover Who You Were Created to Be, and to celebrate, I'm giving away a free chapter in the show notes, so make sure to check out that after the show. Also, make sure to stick around to the end, and I'm going to be announcing a super fun giveaway I'm hosting. P.S. It will help you get incredible sleep and build lean muscle. We'll also cover at the end the number one key to help you take one step forward in your wellness journey and an in real life moment you're not going to want to miss. So let's get into it. Your best body part two. If you haven't listened to episode previously, I'd suggest you do so because each pillar really builds upon each other. And a quick review from last week is that we addressed prioritizing clean self-talk. That's right, not eating. We talked about our thought life. We talked about theory versus reality. Remember the hairstylist story example I gave when I was a hairstylist back in the day? We talked about that our thoughts have the power to turn on and off fat burning mode, aka fight or flight or rest or digest. We also introduced the foundational picture versus reality. Remember, 
your best body is going to be different than Susie Johnson's best body. So let's start there. I fully believe it's never too late to make a change. I want to make that clear, to have your best body. Let's build on that foundation and talk about another unlikely pillar of critical importance. And yes, these go in order. So the sleep diet, question mark, you may want to be one of three people when you hear the word sleep. Okay. So as you're listening, which one can you relate with most? Number one, sarcastic. Like, yeah, great idea, Brooke, but it's not my reality because maybe you have a season of a new job, you're moving, or most importantly, you have little kids. Or number two, you are the overachiever. You think I'll sleep when I'm dead. Or number three, guilt. You say, oh man, I have this down. I need help getting more motivated, right? So currently I fall into number two, the overachiever. If I get up super early, that means I get a longer workout. If I stay up past my kid's bedtime, that means I get more work done. I'll be fine and I think to myself, I'll just enjoy that cup of coffee. Well, I wanna bring up this scripture, Psalm 127 two. It says this, it is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat. For God gives rest to his loved ones. P.S. Who else literally looks forward to their a.m. of coffee when they go to bed? I know I sure do. But here's the deal. When we go to bed because we're anxious that we can get more done if we sacrifice our sleep, not just one or two nights, but night after night, Psalm 127 says that's actually useless. And I get it for you overachievers, or maybe those of you who need a little bit more motivation, it is easy to eat right because we see that the food that enters our body and we expect it to bring a certain result in a shorter period of time. We can eat or we can exercise because we can see the correlation in a shorter period of time between movement and results or by what we eat and getting results. However, what we don't see with our physical eyes is that sleep affects our hormones. And if there's a lack of sleep or we're getting all right amount of sleep, the results immediately are actually invisible to our naked eye, therefore making it tough to actually believe that another hour of sleep will make a difference, right? Here's another little fun fact for you. So Along with helping to regulate our hormones, sleep does a whole lot of other stuff, which we'll get to in a second, but this is interesting. It also gives us the power to increase reaction times. In fact, professional athletes, they're starting to see the trend in this, and from collegiate all the way up to pros, they're literally having the athletes prioritize sleep because it does just that. It increases our reaction times. Now, I'm not a professional athlete, but I do have little kids around the house, so hello, spilled milk and whittling my waistline at the same time, right? So five signs that your sleep may be compromised. So if you can relate to any one of these five, it might be a sign, sister, that your sleep is compromised. And this is actually good news because it means that prioritizing this one thing could really move the needle in the right direction for you. So number one, foggy mind. Now, if you're chuckling to yourself, Foggy mind as as a woman um, or a mom or someone who works out the side of the home um, is definitely not rare, but stick with me. Number one is a foggy mind. Number two is you're sick often. Why? Because sleep affects our immunity and our immune system. Number three is decreased energy. And this is just not, you know, feeling tired one day. This is like 
prolonged or chronically feeling low in energy. Number four is a weight loss style. Now this is important because if you feel like you are doing everything right in the gym, you're fueling your body correctly, but you're still not seeing the needle move on the scale in the right direction, this could be a sign that we need to get our sleep in order. Number five is stressed. And again, stress is a part of life, but when you feel like you literally cannot handle one more thing going wrong, that might be a sign that we need to prioritize more sleep in our life. So I want to ask you a question. Are you a morning or a night person? Now, I am the standard early bird. I love getting up early in the morning. In fact, when we were newlyweds, picture this, newlyweds, you're supposed to like just love snuggling in bed together and just cherishing that time as newlyweds. But here's me, Brooke, as newlywed. I would literally get up and set my alarm at 5 a.m. I would hop out of bed. No one was telling me to do so. Why? Because I wanted to go work out. I love my mornings. It's like my sacred time. Everything else is quiet. My husband didn't appreciate that too much, but it's just what I did. And I also have vacation workout mode. So if you're someone who likes to sleep in on vacation, just take it easy. I don't. I love, one of my favorite things actually about taking a vacation and going to a new place is waking up early in the morning and going on a run or going to check out their workout facilities. And it's kind of my way of exploring the area and moving my body at the same time. Literally, it's one of my favorite things. So if you ever get the pleasure of going on vacation with me, don't worry, I won't hold this standard to you as well. Just know that I'm going to probably be sneaking out of there pretty early to go explore and move my body. And then kids happen. Then I had my first child. And before having a baby, naps, I just thought, like I talked about earlier, you know what? I'm just going to sleep when I die. I do not have time to sleep. But after having a child, I realized that naps are my best friend and I have this unique ability and gift to just fall asleep almost whenever I want. This is also important to note because every person has a natural circadian rhythm or an internal clock. So I have one set of internal clocks and my husband, for instance, has a completely different. Now, after being married for about six years, I feel like they've kind of regulated a little bit. We've kind of gotten on the same schedule and, you know, because we love each other and want to spend time with each other, we've worked it out. But you need to know that if you have always been a morning person or night person, that can literally be part of your DNA. And so it's just important to work with it and not feel like you have to work against it all of the time. So you might be asking the question, like I would be too, so how much sleep, Brooke? I want to encourage you to get rich, okay? And I'm not talking about your financial bank account, but I'm talking about your sleep bank account. Sleep is like money in the sense that I share about this in the book in depth, that you can get different lengths of sleep, all affect us, but they all can build up like having a bank account. So if you are in a season where you can't get eight to nine, you know, seven to eight hours of sleep a night, but you can get a nap in the afternoon, that four hours or five hours at night and maybe a couple hours in the afternoon will actually build up to fill your sleep bank account. And this kind of gives us grace, especially in those early years when we're not able to sleep um, through the night. So just know that those little naps or those little breaks throughout the day actually build up to having better sleep. So here's something to remember. Five or less hours of sleep a night will really start to hinder 
our body, our progress, um, our memory, how we're able to build lean muscle, how we're able to recover from our workouts. Remember, all these are invisible at first, but our sleep really affects our hormones, which affects every other system in our body, which is why this is actually the first pillar in my book, Food Freedom. So remember, you can accumulate sleep throughout the day. Naps are friends. I love talking about this topic because sleep is cheap. It's free. It's a free weight loss strategy. Isn't that nice to hear once in a while? And in Food Freedom book, I outlined seven benefits of sleep and one of them being critical for weight maintenance or weight loss. So you might be asking yourself again, well, why? Why does this affect my weight or lack of results so much? Well, two reasons, ghrelin and leptin. Yes, these are funny sounding names, but they're actually the names of two different hormones. Ghrelin, you can think of as a green light. So in ghrelin, the hormone ghrelin is running through our bodies. It's literally giving the signal to our brains and to our cells um, and to our appetite like a green light. It's time to go. It's time to eat more because I feel like I need more fuel to get through the day. On the other side of the spectrum, we have leptin. So leptin can be thought of as the red light. So when our hormone leptin is pulsing through our body, it's giving us a sign in our cells and our appetite and our brain that we are satisfied. So the trick here is that when we start to mess with our sleep, it starts to mess with our hormones, namely ghrelin and leptin, and we start to eat more because these hormones get out of whack. We get easily stressed and the kicker here, which no woman on earth wants to hear, we hold on to weight. So what do I suggest? A sleep diet. (laughs) I mean, how awesome does a sleep diet sound? And in reality, I'm not just talking you know, some not trying to be funny, but in reality, it would be more advantageous to get a consistent sleep foundation before you try to kill it in the gym or even perfect your diet. So I really want you to take this seriously. It's so easy to just say sleep and then, you know, you want to get on the more practical tactics to try to force or will results. But I'm telling you, sleep is so powerful and studies have proven that. So no matter what three you find yourself in, this should be good news. Remember, if you're the overachiever, if you need a little bit more motivation, or if you're someone who's just so sarcastic about this topic, studies show that sleeping is so important. So here's three ways to get a better snooze. And I share much more extensively in my book, but just for today, here's some actionable steps that will help you increase the quality and quantity of your sleep. So number one, clean your room. Now, this is not just for our kids or not something our parents just told us when we were growing up, but I'm telling you, having a clean room or a clean environment can really help to settle your mind to get to sleep better. So if you have a lot of clutter in your closets, there's stuff just flowing out of your dressers and your end tables, I encourage you just take an afternoon, take a weekend day and, you know, it'll take you a couple hours, power through, clean up your space, make it clean, make it crisp so that you can come in. It's a safe, it's a clean environment to start to settle your mind and get to bed. 
Number two is an almond milk latte. Mm, does that sound good? So you can do this with or without decaf espresso. If espresso affects you at all, just having some warmed almond milk with a little bit of cinnamon sprinkled on top can help you fall asleep. And here's why. There's calcium in almond milk, which helps to create melatonin, which is another hormone responsible for sleep. And the cinnamon helps to regulate our blood sugar. So that can give us stable blood sugar throughout the night so we don't maybe get hungry or have those cravings um, or want to eat, you know, the whole half of refrigerator after dinner like I sometimes do. And it can really help us regulate those hormones again to sleep soundly throughout the night. And then the third idea to implement for a better snooze is stretching. So I actually have a foam roller that we keep in our bedroom, and before I jump into bed, I'll just try to foam roll. There's lots of tutorials on YouTube. Um, you could do a little yoga flow, but just the act of stretching your body, loosening your joints, and getting ready and in a comfortable, relaxed position to not only get into bed, but fall asleep quicker. So again, there's more examples in my food freedom book and make sure to grab your free chapter in the show notes below. So I want to ask you, are you inspired? If you already love to sleep, great. You are on the right track. I bet you have no one in your life that said you love to sleep. Good job. Keep it up. I'm saying today, if you have no problem going to sleep and staying asleep, that is wonderful. You're on the right track. Now, if you need to, hopefully today provided you a little bit more of motivation. So in our next episode, we're going to dive into part three of your best body and into the next pillar of vibrant health. And so here we go. Before I get into the number one takeaway in an in real life moment, I want to remind you to vote with your review and hit that big purple subscribe button. Why? That is how more people will get this message into their ears with this one goal in mind. We together want to inspire life change for one more woman. I believe that the content and the message that we're sharing is not just practical health advice, but it can really help someone step into who they were created to be. So make sure to subscribe and leave a review with your social media handle. Here's why. The first hundred is going to be entered into a food freedom stack prize. So this is what this includes. It's super exciting, guys. A signed copy of my new book, Food Freedom, and my favorite sleep and lean muscle fueling nutrition support stack. I'm telling you, because we talked all about sleep today, if you want some great nutrition to help you get to sleep and stay asleep and then also build and repair new lean muscle mass while you sleep, this is the giveaway for you. So I'll be picking a prize winner from the first 100 reviews. So make sure you subscribe, leave a review on iTunes, and leave your social media handle in that review so I can reach out to you if you're the lucky winner. So remember, sleep is the foundation for well-being. Next, I just want to encourage you to tell a friend. Again, here's why. I believe there's actually room for all of us to fully become who we were created to be. So I know we need more women on a mission to be well and impact others. So subscribing and rating and sharing are how these tribes will be able to expand and how you can make a difference in the meantime. So you can either screenshot or share this episode, or you can click the three purple buttons on the bottom left of the podcast show and hit share episode. So here we go. The number one takeaway to make move you one step closer in your wellness journey today is this. I want you to pick one sleep strategy and set an alarm on your phone for bedtime to implement. So here's the deal. Remember we talked about clean your room, try an almond milk latte, or try some stretching before bed. And I'm sure you can come up with some 
that are customized to you or might work better for you. But I just want you to pick one of them. And then second of all, I want you to set an alarm for your phone for bedtime. Now I know life happens, but just making that intention of, okay, it's time to start dialing down what I'm doing and get ready for bed, I believe will help you get into the routine of really putting the priority on sleep. So lastly, the in real life moment. Okay, I'm going to entitle this not so fast food. (laughs) This is a recent road trip that me and my family endured. So here's the picture. It was snowing. Um, There was slow traffic. We were on the way to our in-laws in southern Minnesota and we were hangry. There was a lot of There was a lot of traffic and I didn't pack enough food or really plan to have dinner in the car. And so we were on the lookout for a a restaurant. And so I had this brilliant idea, you know, let's just hit up a grocery store because in rural, rural Minnesota, there is like no good restaurants. You know, it's basically McDonald's. So I found... I found a grocery store that we could get some, you know, salad fixings and like some easy finger food for the drive. So Google took us to this distribution center in the middle of nowhere. It was not the grocery store. It was the grocery store's distribution center in the middle of nowhere, snowing everywhere. People in the car were hangry. Okay. Not good. So plan B. Well, of course I had the brilliant idea of finding a different grocery store. (laughs) I'm like, for sure, for sure, husband, this will be grocery store. So as gracious as he is, we head out to the next grocery store and lo and behold, it was actually a grocery store. And I was so, you know, obviously thrilled. And so I walk in with a cart full and pick out, you know, a couple items realizing, oh my goodness, what am I doing? I can't, what am I going to do with the whole bag of romaine and like five avocados? You know, we're just, this is like a an hour car ride. This is crazy. And so we pick out our quote finger food, easy dinner, and we actually abandoned it at the register because we were so frustrated. I didn't have silverware. I didn't know what I was thinking. And so before we knew it, we pulled up into McDonald's drive-through. I'm like, what are we doing at McDonald's drive-through? Now I have no judgment, zero judgment against people who want to go to McDonald's because it's easy and I get it. But we are just our family who that's not, it's just not a place that we go very often. So I'm like, what, what is happening to us? We're in a McDonald's drive-thru. And so my husband and my three-year-old daughter, they get their McDonald's drive-thru. They are thrilled because this is a treat for our family. And so I'm smelling greasy fries and hamburgers. And I'm like, this is so weird. Take me back to the grocery store. So I go to the grocery store again, the third time I get a salad kit, tuna, an avocado, some carrot chips, and of course a kombucha to top it off. I'm happy. They're finally happy because the hanger has subsided. And um, <laughs> the cherry on top is that we had to go to a gas station for me to get a fork. So anyways, one hour of this crazy snowstorm grocery distribution center, McDonald's havoc, we were back on the road, but you know what? It was worth it. Um, we all had a good laugh. So if you have an in real life moment that you want to share, um, I'd love to feature these on our podcast because we just can't take ourselves so seriously. Like we just got to lighten up. Um, I want you to share on social media using hashtag in real life moment. Um, post it on your social media account. Use the hashtag, hashtag IRL moment and tag me at Well Women Co. And we can be featured on an upcoming episode so we can all share in a good laugh together. So until next time, we'll see you later.